Welcome. You're listening to the Living Unapologetically and Bold podcast. Every episode will challenge you to shine in every area of your life. Your host will lead weekly conversations on confidence building, overcoming past trauma, navigating your love life, empowering you to change your life, and so much more. Sometimes it will just be your host, and other times she will bring in guests who have sat where you now sit. Let's start with this week's episode. Here is your host, Coach T. Hey fam, it's your girl, it's your host, Trinice. Let's get into this week's topic. So this week's topic is God's opinion versus man's opinion. (laughs) This is something that I believe everybody at some point or another struggles with. Um, I don't know any believer that can say they've never ever had to struggle with or deal with a the consequences of taking man's opinion over God's opinion or the process of trying to figure out which way to go. Um, this is something that I've had to experience, I, I don't know, to a greater degree than I had when I was in the last two years of my life. Um, God had me to go on this journey where I had to decide if his opinion And his course of my life was better or the role that I was going to take, even though it went against so many people's opinions for my life. Like, (laughs) I have never, ever, 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 ever experienced what I now call the Noah effect. And so uh, whenever I write my next book, I'm going to definitely put this in the book. But um, this process was to stay uncomfortable to say life-changing, to say at times hard, at times um, crying, at times questioning would be an understatement. I literally did not expect the end result to be what it started out to be. So let me get into it. You all know how I do. I share my stuff. And so um, in 2020, in 2020, someone came back into my life that um I never thought I would talk to again never thought that I would you know hear from again and that person came back and through the course of maybe like six months you know God confirmed for me that this was going to be my husband and um there were some people who did not agree with that decision right um did not agree with me saying yes did not agree to him and I been in a relationship um, and had like serious, serious issues uh, with that. And to be fair, um, him, him and I's past um, was, was, was such that if the roles had been switched, I would have had concerns too. Um, it was one of those things where this is going to be like a different podcast, but where I was on level 10 and he was like negative level negative two. And so with me being on that level, it caused or created certain expectations for him that at that time he was not willing and or able to meet. Fast forward to 2020, we reconnect and he's ready. And so um, I was really at this point in my life, very intentional. This is going to be a whole different podcast about my dating life and what all led up to that. And so God had told me that I was going to be his wife. God was very specific um, in telling me that I was going to be his wife. And in pursuing that, um, there were some people who did not agree with that choice and or decision. 
And it put me um, in a situation where I had to decide whether or not I was going to do, whether or not I was going to take God's opinion and run with it, or if I was going to succumb to the pressures of people's opinion. Um, and it reminds me of Noah. And I always, I call, I literally call this the Noah effect. And um, it, I might have been like midway through this process when I got this revelation. I'm talking like this may have come to me the end of 2022 going into 2023 uh, when God gave me the revelation about Noah. And what I was reminded and what I think some people don't understand about Noah is that when God gave Noah the word to build the ark, very familiar story in the Bible, Noah and the ark. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the stories you learn when you are literally like in, uh, we used to call it vacation Bible school back in the day. Um, and so God tells Noah that he needs to go build this ark. Um, and that he's pretty much going to wipe out the world and that this is what he's going to use to preserve Noah, Noah's family and the animals, um, on, on the, at the time, the world. And so when he gives Noah this word, um, it ain't raining, right? It's a nice day outside. It's, you know, pretty weather. And so Noah begins the process of building this ark, um, the Bible doesn't mention at all, even in my read, like the commentaries or anything where Noah ever questioned like what God told him. Noah just moved. And so he did it, but I had to wonder at what cost. Sometimes and oftentimes when God gives a word or when God sets you on a certain path to your destiny and to your purpose, it's possible that that journey won't make sense to anybody else. It's possible that that journey will not align with other people's opinions or thoughts or their goals for your life. It's possible that it will actually put you at odds with people. And the question becomes, what are you going to do, right? Noah was given a direct word. The, the first thing I, I will point out is that sometimes in this journey called life, you know, life be life in it, right? Um, there are times when God will say to you, go do this, go say this, move to this state, um, buy this house, take this job, you know, marry this person or in a relationship with this person, stop dating this person, end that friendship, leave that church. Um, you know, whatever it may be, and you, you tend to stay because you're more concerned with the opinion of man than you are with the opinion of God. And so, um, in my instance, um, there were some friendships that were dramatically changed because I opted to do and to follow what I know God told me to do, right? Just like with Noah, God gave certain instructions I always say God didn't get the fine print, right? The fine print of what was happening was not released to Noah. There, there's no account of people talking about Noah. There's no account of people questioning like his sanity. There's no record of anyone saying, you know, he's a loony or anything like that. But just because people are people, and if I could use what I call my Holy Ghost mind, <laughs> um, people always have an opinion, right? No matter 
what you're doing, no matter if you're doing something good and or bad, people will always have an opinion. The question becomes, do you allow people's opinion to overrule God's opinion and or your own personal opinion, right? In order to live unapologetically bold, you must be committed to first valuing God's opinion over anybody else's. And secondly, valuing your own opinion over anybody else's. People are allowed to give feedback. People are allowed to speak into your life and to encourage and to give their opinion. The question becomes, what are you going to do with that opinion, right? Noah built this ark um, and took the time to do exactly what God told him to do. But in that process, while he was doing that, while he was building the ark, I'm sure people called him crazy. I'm sure people were like, what are you doing? It's sunny outside. I'm sure people were like, you know, there is no rain. There's no clouds in the sky. I'm sure people were like, oh, you, that's just Noah being crazy. And at, and mind, this, 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 this ark wasn't like a small little, you know, sailboat. It was huge. It had to have enough space to hold Noah and his children and it have enough space and their spouses and have enough space to hold two of every animal on the planet. So this wasn't like a small little like boat. This thing was massive. So the more that he built, the more that it started to grow and people could see, people could see what was happening, could see what was being built. I'm sure the questions began to, you know, start. And so it reminded me, this was this is what when I was going through this season of just you know, saying, you know, God, I know this is what you told me to do. I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that this is what I was told to do. People's opinions started to weigh heavy, right? Because I, people begin to question my faith. They begin to question my ability to hear God. They begin to question my ability to, to you know, was I... Was I moved because I was lonely? Was I moved because I was tired of being single? You know, people begin to question all these various things about me, and they begin to be like, "Okay, are you are you tripping? Are you crazy? Like, no, did, no, did God really tell you to do this? Did God really tell you to move this way?" And I remember being like, you know, like beginning to question, or or beginning to put more stock into what people were telling me than what I knew to be true, right? And this is. I would, people would ask me their opinion or ask, and we would have like, you know, dialogue about my situation or my, or, or my choice. And some people took and said, okay, cool. I'm cool with it. And other people were like, nah, I ain't buying that. And, and they still had something to say about it. And I remember telling somebody, um, getting engaged was probably the loneliest process I've ever been through. I felt like God answered one prayer. You know, but took me through the season of isolation and a season of having to be solely dependent and trusting on his voice. It was such a season of, do you, do you really, really believe that I am God? Do you really, really believe that I have the best interest for you? Even though what I'm telling you to do does not match um, people's thoughts and opinions for your life. Do you trust me enough? And it was something that I had to really struggle with because 
you want people to be as excited about the things that God is doing in your life as you are. You want people to cheer you on and to root for you and to be like, this is a great idea. And, and, and you want people to be like, good job. And when you don't get that, it sometimes makes you question, A, did you hear God? And B, can you trust what you heard? Like, are they right? Right? Am I am I moving too fast? You know, was I what was I tired of waiting? You know, am I settling? You know, all those different things. And and what it what it required of me and what it required me to do was to fully immerse myself in God, right? To almost I tell people all the time, when you run this, when you walk this thing called life and you walk this thing with God. There are times in your life where you have to walk it with blinders on. You have to walk it and you have to walk it where you only can, like, I don't know if you could imagine a racehorse, right? And they wear blinders. So they can't see the horse to the left or the right of them. They can only see what's in front of them, right? And sometimes in order to follow God's opinion, in order to, not allow the opinions of others to distract you or to limit you or to even call you to abort because sometimes the people that's given the opinions have that much weight in life. You know, it might be a parent or, you know, a friend or a longtime friend or even a best friend. It may be, you know, someone who you've looked up to and you value their opinion. You value, you know, their ability to to to, to impart into your life and you value you know, that you, you, you just value them. And so sometimes that value has the potential to distract you from what you know God told you to do and, and making sure that you are checking the box with God and that sometimes checking the box with God may mean you are on the other side of the box with people and you have to be okay with that. Again, I'll say, there is no account of Noah ever questioning God or being like, are you sure? Should I do this? Or is this smart? He just did what he was told to do. Trusting that whatever God promised on the end, he would get. And so for me, it was a matter of saying, you know what? I don't know how this is going to play out, but I know what God told me to do. And I know that I took time before I, before I even let, the world in to the fact that me and my fiance were back together. I sat with God for a long time. I checked with God. I prayed about it. I didn't tell anybody. I think maybe two people knew um, from the kind of the beginning of when him and I reconnected. And that was it. Because what sometimes the opinion of others can become so strong because we're seeking the opinion of others, right? God gives us a word. God says, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. Or God says, this, this is going to be this, right? And because maybe you don't trust what God is telling you, maybe you don't um, trust the outcome of the process or the journey, or maybe because it the process doesn't look like what you thought it should have looked like or what you thought it should have been, you begin to seek the opinions of other people. And when you do that, sometimes their opinions can be so grand that you go, you know what? You're right. You're right. And it causes you to abort whatever's on the other side of that instruction for God. And so 
We have to be very mindful in order to be able to live unapologetically means not having to apologize for taking God's opinion over the opinion of man. It means not having to apologize when you take God at when you seek God and God gives you a, a commandment or God gives you a word and you follow that word. It means not apologizing when somebody else around you don't understand because if the reality of it is God did not give them the word. God did not make that promise to them. He did not make that declaration to them. And so what we have to be very mindful of is not allowing people's opinions that have so much influence that we abort what we were told to do by God. And so it was a very hard process. It was a very, um, there were times when I cried because it, it, it felt like I was losing everything by following what I knew God had told me to do. Right. It felt like I was being judged. It felt like I was being ridiculed and I, and, and, the, the woman of God that I had become was now being questioned because other people didn't approve of my choices. And, and, and while they had some valid, you know, let me, let me say that let, while they had some valid, um, reasons behind why they felt how they felt for me, when I said God gave me the yes, that should have been enough. And for some people it wasn't. And it came a point where I I felt like I was constantly defending, defending God's, defending God's choice or God's opinion, right? I felt like I was on like this, well, I'm going to explain, I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove to you, you know, why, you know, it is what it is. And I remember it was one time I was really upset and I was, it was so much emotionally um, for me to continue on that journey. And I was talking to my sister and she said to me, she says, why do you feel the need to defend what God told you? Why do you feel the need to defend God's choice? And I, and, and I was like, well, I, uh, and I didn't really have an answer because part of it go, goes back to not wanting to be rejected. Part of it goes back to wanting people to accept, not just me, but to accept my choice. And when people, when people began to question my choice, people begin to question, you know, my, my opinion or God's opinion, I felt like they were rejecting me. And as a person who has spent, I'm not going to say a lifetime, but spent a lot of time over overcoming the effects and the residue of rejection, which led me to and to be in a place of people pleasing, and led me to be in a place where I sought out the approval um, and the opinion of other people so much that in this season, God, like you can't do that. You can't get to where I'm taking you if you're building your entire existence, your entire faith walk on what other people are saying about you or other people believe for your life, right? You can't, you can't do what I'm calling you to do or walk where I'm calling you to walk. If you're so bent on getting the approval of people and disregarding the approval of me. And so to those to, that are listening, I have to ask you, 
what's more important to you is you getting God's approval better than you getting the approval of man even if that approval may cost you some things it may cost you some friendships it may cost you some advice it may cost you some 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 people looking at you through a different lens are you okay with um not being approved by man because you know in your heart you have the approval of god you know what's more important you know god's approval on man's approval and i think that that process of getting to the place where you say you know what god i know what you said to me i know what you told me and i trust that by taking this step right here I'm doing exactly what you're calling me to do, irregardless if anybody else agrees with it, because I know what you told me. I had to get to that place. I had to get to the place where it was, God, I got it. And God, I trust you. And no, I don't know all the fine print. No, I don't know what, what it's going to look like, but I know that you gave me a word. And I know that when I asked you, you said yes. When I asked you, you told me to enjoy the journey, to enjoy the process. When I asked you about it, before I told anybody else, I got the okay that I needed. That should have been enough. I spent so many moments, minutes, hours, days, hoping that other people around me would get the same revelation that I got. And the truth of the matter is, God didn't give them the word. He gave me the word. And sometimes when God gives us a word, we have to be okay with A, not sharing that word, and B, being okay if those around us do not agree with the word. Being okay with saying, you know what, God, I'm okay because I know that I know that I know that I know that you are the one that gave me this. So I don't have to seek anybody else's opinion on it. I don't have to get the approval of anybody else because I know that you were the one who gave it. I know you were the one who told me to take that job. You were the one who told me to move, to pack up all my stuff and move to a state that I don't know anybody in. I don't have any family or friends in, but I know that that's what you were telling me to do. And so because of that, I now am okay with doing this God's way, even if that means that some people are not going to understand it. Part of being able to live unapologetically and to live bold means saying, you know what, God, I take you at your word, even if that means it, I may lose some friendships, I may lose my man, I may gain a man, I may lose my status, if it means that I'm walking and the purpose and the destiny that God has called for me, then you got to be okay with that. That's what living unapologetically means. It means I'm not apologizing because I got a word and you don't understand that word. I'm not apologizing because I chose to do what I know God called me to do. And you may not know that. You may not understand it. And that's okay. You are entitled to have your opinion that you have, but I'm also entitled not to allow your opinion to define my present situation or my future. I'm entitled to be like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay that you don't agree with what God told me to do. 
it's okay because God's opinion of me, God's opinion of my situation matters more to me than getting the approval or, or accepting your opinion of me. You know what I mean? And I think that being able to boldly say, I'm going to do this and not in a disrespectful way, not in a, like, I'm in your face going to do it, but in a way that says, I know what God said to me and being okay with knowing what God said, not apologizing for what God is saying and understanding that certain times, certain times in our life, God is going to require us to get quiet. God is going to require us to sit and to walk only with him. God is going to require us to have that valley experience, to have that island experience where we look up and it feels like it's just you and God. But what I will tell you as a listener of this podcast is as long as you're doing it God's way, as long as you know that you know that you know that you know that God told you to move that way, then you move that way. You move that way, knowing that God has something great on the other side. So for this week's lesson, the question was God's opinion versus man's man's opinion. Which one do you hold more stock in? Which one do you hold more value in? And which one are you more committed to adhering to? Are you more committed to adhering to people's opinion? Or are you more okay with a hearing and walking and doing God's opinion? Which one are you more committed to? Because you ha- you're going to commit to one or the other. But in order to live boldly and to live unapologetically, you must first remember that you got a word from God, the one who created you, the one that made you. And in him doing that, he's already seen the outcome. He already knows how this situation is going to play out. Most times, people are given an opinion based upon two things. One, what's happened in the past, and two, what's presently happened. Because nobody has the power to be able to see into the future, right? Nobody can predict my life five years from now. I can't even predict my life. But the one person who can is God. And so when God gives these a word when God me to move a certain way that's because God has already seen the outcome God has already gone through the process of seeing what the end were going to, what the end is going to be and so because of that I trust his opinion over the opinion of man and I trust that he knows what's best for me and I trust that even though I cannot see it there is good that's going to come out of me being obedient to his word and me taking his opinion over sometimes my own opinion. Sometimes it's not even people's opinion I have to attend with, contend with. It's my opinion, right? Because not what God is telling me to do is so foreign, so massive, so outlandish, so different than how I saw my life playing out how I saw my destiny playing out, how I saw my purpose moving. And so sometimes it's not even people's opinions that I have to contend with. Sometimes it's my own personal opinions that don't match God's opinion. And the question then becomes, which one matters more, my opinion or God's opinion? Which one am I going to adhere to, God's opinion or my opinion? Because in order to live 
unapologetically and bold, I must always know that God's opinion is the one that matters more. God's opinion, God's purpose, God's destiny for my life has already been mapped out. When I was in my mother's womb, the word tells me that God had a plan for my life, a plan to prosper me. So if, if that's the truth, if I believe the Bible cover to cover, if I believe that what's written in the Bible is true, if I believe that when with the, in, Jer in Jeremiah, when God says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. If I believe that I have to know that God's opinion of my life has to have more weight than, the, than my personal opinion for my life and the opinion of others. And I have to be okay when people don't understand why I chose to take God's word and God's opinion over theirs. I have to be okay when people decide to walk away because they don't understand. I have to be okay when dynamics change because people don't understand. I have to be okay with knowing that in this season of my life, I need to make sure that I'm doing what God has called me to do and that I am living my life unapologetically and bold even if people don't agree with it. That's this week's lesson. You all have a good one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Living Unapologetically and Bold. Let me ask a question. Are you following us on social media? We are on IG at Beloved Wholeness Center and Twitter at Living Unapologetically Bold. For more information on the host, head over to her website. Please be sure to subscribe to Living Unapologetically and Bold on your favorite platform. Remember, never dim your shine to make others feel better. You are to live every day unapologetically and bold.